How's it going, Michelle and Terabang? Good. Feeling sentimental all of a sudden as we started yeah. to press record. Yeah. <laughs> We're a toddler now. Woo! We're a toddler <laughs> in Terabang. This yeah. is our three-year anniversary episode. We are recording just a few days shy of our uh, the release date of our first episode. Um, I can actually just triple check when we recorded. We've kind of we graduated record- beyond the quote-unquote terrible twos, which wasn't yes. really that terrible, to be honest. Yeah. So we recorded episode one June 21st of 2020. We released a few weeks later on July 19th. Um, and so we're now recording today, mid-July. Probably will release it in a uh in a couple weeks the july ish in the july yeah yeah so kind of midsummer about is where we're we're at but yeah um i know i don't know what we did exactly for last year's anniversary i know in the past like i think it was one fall episode we've actually like gone through the episode titles and did a quick memory jog was that like our first birthday no, I don't. We didn't do that on the first. We didn't like. Maybe that was our second birthday. We didn't like at a random episode. Um, oh, okay. Um, so, but I think yeah, three years. You know, the magic of three definitely feels a little bit different than two years. As Stephanie was saying, out of the terrible twos, even though they weren't terrible, I don't think. I think we took more breaks. I think we were gentler on ourselves instead of having to stick to a regimen. You know, you're absolutely right. No, that's a good point. We, yeah, I, I know. And maybe we did actually speak to it in the very, very beginning in Terabang. Oh, we're gonna try to do, um, every every other week. I believe that was the original premise. Yes. Yeah. So, and the idea was to churn out what like 26 episodes a year, but as you can see, we are on episode 57, so we have right. not quite achieved that level of frequency. But, and it's not like. It's not like this is particularly stressful, but it's it does require a little bit of time. We've really um, prioritized to coordinate things. We've really prioritized making sure this stays fun for us. Not that it doesn't ever, but it's it sometimes feels like oh we got to turn this out. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because there's been some weeks we'll determine Stephanie and I will text each other, and it'll be like, well, technically this weekend is coming up. We might have some free time, but. Do you have, do you feel something to talk about for a podcast episode? And sometimes it's been no, which I really like about us. It was like, you know what? Sometimes we just chat. We've done that a couple of times. Mm-hmm. We've lined up to record. We're not just chatting and catching up as friends. And we're like, I like that. I feel, I'm, I'm glad that we do touch base with each other rather than just use the podcast as an avenue. Okay. All right. We did our bit. Let's never yeah. talk again for yeah. the next three weeks. Yeah, and we decided to say, hey, we ended up spending two hours of just chatting. It doesn't feel right to just kind of force a, a, an episode. We, I mean, in Terabank, we are pretty ourselves with you, I guess. There's just a few things more personal that we, we kind of keep just between Stephanie yeah. and I. But um, yeah, so I, I, you're absolutely right. That was one of the themes this year of we had a schedule, you know, we, we still were releasing episodes, but we just didn't adhere to that every other week schedule due to a variety of reasons, whether, you know, we started this in COVID. So we are kind of now back to traveling, whether it's for work or vacation, 
family visits and stuff. So schedules are definitely changing from when how they were when we first started. That's been a factor. My mind was, I'm sorry, wandering off a little bit as you were talking about travel. Um, and okay. it was going to the place about us. I think, I can't remember if this was a side conversation that we hadn't recorded or if we had, but it was like so long ago we hadn't revisited. We were talking about ideas, merchandise ideas, if we ever got off the ground. And I forgot it was you, Michelle, or um, somebody else that was telling us that we could um, have merchandise that would be incredibly impractical, but they have our like What About logo on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would be uh, there was like a very special like bottle opener or something I forgot but like what merchandise would you like to see now that you know like three years from when this began is this how the ideas have has now like developed slightly further in the you know the back of your mind is this merchandise specific for like the three year anniversary or just like in general at this in, point? In general, just, you know, just that it's had three years to marinate inside our our little uh, thinking boxes. Our incubator, our think yes. tank. Yes. Of, <laughs> and, and our um, think tank is filled with random other things that like Stephanie and I have just on our yeah, own. Like, you know, put, now that put, we've, put stuff we've in. talked about trains and thought, should we create like a little model train set? I was thinking that. I was like, I was that blows I was out blue plumes of smoke. <laughs> non-toxic of course yeah you know um i was gonna start with the same thing of like identifying themes first um okay so i'll go there first and sorry, then i'll just sorry think- sorry to derail your- <laughs> <laughs> um, themes first and then just go off like you know what would be just really kooky though to do like a random like this is nothing to do with the episode or podcast you know the so themes so yes definitely trains of thought um has been a thing so i don't know if it's a model train or something um i think uh, you'd if, have to sell them in a set of more than just one if it's a model train i wanted to do like an escher staircase train where it like mm. keeps going off like you can't tell where it's going like a maze labyrinth whoa can you imagine like selling the rails for that not, not selling but like creating the, the rails and like yeah having those yeah. not extension packs but like uh-huh. just infinite ways to connect them and, and then it's kind the of the train would have to go through that. And the train is like you can go upside down. So the the way it's like engineered, like like it's like fastened onto the. Can you the imagine tracks. like a Mobius strip of trains. Uh, yeah, it would be that. It'd be something like that. Excellent on your, on your desk. I love it. Um, and then um oh, blob stuff. We've had talked about blob. Wait, we got to sell lava lamps at this point. Lava lamp, and also just like a blob, just to be like a splat on your desk. <laughs> Is that is that not just a slime? You no, know, it would like, be like slime, it would that, have that cleans thing. your keyboard as well, but it's also like my <laughs> antimicrobial, so like it doesn't keep that going. It gunk. could be that, but it would have a, a suggestion of a shape of a being. Like like the character in the movie Inside Out with Sad. Uh-huh. Um, like the little like the blue creature. Isn't there like the that animated movie called like Monster or Megamind? And one uh-huh. of the blobs is called bob i think okay yeah maybe yeah and he's just like a a, a blob with like a one eyeball yeah and he's just he's kind of just kind of, just kind of line like Ugh. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i can't or, or flubber <laughs> remember that excitable <laughs> flubber yes yeah there we go yeah an excitable but also a very like chill bo- blob candles yes. 
for our comfy cozy. But how would we how would we uh make those candles customized to interrobang? Like everyone's would... scent profile or preference for scents is so we'd have a candle unique. line. <laughs> we'd have a candle line. Or maybe but if you order it, oh, no, you know, because no, no, no. I think one trouble I have with like ordering candles online is like I, even if I order like say jasmine, I don't know how strong that jasmine is relative. And you could to, decide that to you could bed, decide like body works. But we'd also the thing that we talked about um in one episode when <laughs> I shared how Stephanie gifted me these candles that like had a little twist surprise twist with them, whether it was like a little token item oh, embedded totally deep, about in, those. deep yeah. in the wax or like the wax. Um, upon heating up, would like change color. What color did it change? To? I forgot. Blue, blue. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so we could do that for candles and teas. Like we have a lot of we talk about tea and candles and comfort things. Um, yeah, I don't know. We talk about that a lot. We gotta do something with the music though. Like, are we doing like? little mini, mm. a mini like travel size usb charged strobe light or um oh you so you're saying in as an accessory to the music yeah because music is such a big part of our podcast right so um i was thinking and we're, and we're like, talking about we're talking about music while driving is it for among our music playlists it's often like hey like if you're cruising on some road or road tripping this is great to play along with I was thinking like a baton that you could use your hands and once you wave it, the music will kind of start and engage. Um, and But the problem is the way the original idea was going was your hand has to constantly be in motion. So if you stop, then the music stops. But to an outside observer, <laughs> it might look like you're absolutely nuts. Like you don't have to do it per the time signature. But have those like gloves that do that the yeah yeah, yeah but, um but then you need to sort of perhaps you'd apply like um, a control the it. lighting that you have yeah and you you'd, you'd get it. like an awful workout you know i mean not that the the workout would be awful itself but the fact that you have to constantly be in motion would perhaps be a bit tiring to those people who, who like me you know um could be selectively engaged about being in constant motion <laughs> um yeah yeah something with the music i like that baton idea um and it's got to be different you know like our accessories have to be different from what the market can currently offer we've talked about like music in the home like in certain spaces and the mood that comes from it um i know one idea that we had was um the the string pull to turn on a light Mm-hmm. how at the end you can have a little item and we mm-hmm. have like the question the interrobang question mark thing and as you tug on the light to turn it on it would like you're like ah idea random Bing. thought Bing. Yeah, yeah, yeah um we had you could that. pull on you could pull on the period part yeah <laughs> um which is yeah that's like going like just like not on the themes we have which is like random would be kind of funny I don't know if you've had like if you've had some quotable moments. Only um, me? I think both of us have. No, I said we have. We've been okay. both have. 
Yeah. <laughs> what are you thinking about in particular? I feel like I was, I'm not I was, part of this inside joke, even though I probably am. Of course, certain songs we've done. Uh, oh dear! Oh dear! But, but I know I think, exactly what you're thinking. But I think I think I could see a dialogue of like, oh, I know. So definitely with Harry Potter. Because I think there's there was a moment where I. I don't know if I said like I didn't like it like the books I didn't love the books and Stephanie like quickly like jumped in was like how dare you or something okay but I remember there was another moment on when we had a guest um, a friend of the podcast Diane come oh yeah and I think it was the chaos and candor the two-part series on British UK pop culture stuff okay and both of you were called out on Tom Hiddleston um, what do you mean called out i think you were both dodging the question of like you're like both praising movies or something he was in and i called you out of like you both just have strong feelings for him because you because he's attractive and you're both like maybe <laughs> so i don't yes. know some, so something, something but like also that. he is a good actor of course uh, no of course of course but i was trying to get yes. some some quotable things sure 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 like that um. Yeah. Yeah. Curious and tearing. If there's anything that comes to mind for you of like, if you've been listening in, and you know, whenever we've had friends of the podcast, I guess I think of not just Diane, but we had Stephen. Stephen, I think was most recent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have plans for future guests as well. I think we're gonna. Yeah, I think we've liked that idea. Um. Yeah. And maybe not just with future guests, but with those guests having certain topics or like dynamics set up too could be fun. Sure. What else? We kind of kept the same time. We tend to record Saturday evenings. Uh, Works out that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think for me, you said it perfectly with the main thing this past year of us being more gentle with our schedule in order to at least, you know, be able to continue. Cause I mean, the podcast is always on my mind for sure. I don't like block it out or like, drop I feel it. like I've spent less time researching, which I don't know if that's for better or for worse the quality of the content of the podcast i've i've conversely i've spent more time researching really year. yeah i've definitely i have noticed that um i think i've spent more time um unintentionally watching like document like I'll, I'll watch documentaries but then um the information that i have gleaned from the said documentaries eventually filter themselves into the the podcast and become like the odds and ends and bits of tidbits that i share um so they come out of nowhere yeah and i noticed i feel like in this calendar year i've been the one to mostly like start the topic so i don't know if this is clear to you and terabang but i would maybe have the topic idea and i'll start saying something about it and then we'll kind of like go for like stephanie will like have a thought about it and we'll like go from there so the episode itself might not 
seem like it is structured. <laughs> structured, but like that that's been a thing I've noticed this year. Also, Stephanie, you haven't had like a daft punk era this like in a while or even i have been pretty good about it i've been pretty proud well, of myself. you even had the thing with like memento mori like you know something that you were Just sweet Disney. that you were like following closely um my french has improved french is slightly you've been sharing more about your knitting oh uh, yes yeah and 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 glass glass work yeah yeah craft mm, my crafts. crafting crafting yeah although i feel like can we can we set aside and discuss this a little bit i feel like when people say crafting i think the connotation that others seem to get is like maybe people are scrapbooking or they're making little kitschy like five minute crafts kind of things or you know like small paper hearts and when i describe to them my quote-unquote crafting whether it's knitting or glass working um people seem surprised or like i think what a friend was introducing me to another friend who i was not close with this like secondary person um and they were like oh so you do knitting like are you any good i'm like i'm okay and then the sec the the, my my personal friend like jumped in was like no she's actually very good she's just being humble (laughs) And I was like, oh, that's so nice. But then I showed pictures of like what my work was. And um, mm-hmm. the secondary friend was actually quite impressed. So I was like, oh, thank you. Um, well, yeah, you're very technical with it compared to most other people who do it you know, as a hobby. Yeah, you you have a very in-depth technical approach to I things. I think it's just mixing with like the right different kind of crowds. Yeah. You know, they, people have different objectives when they knit. You know, I yeah. want to make it as complex as possible. So people just want to make, you know, they're happy if they've made a thing right so Mm -hmm. it depends on what your point of creating the thing is yeah i see what you're saying about crafting i also agree that's kind of an umbrella term and Mm -hmm. um i think it could be broken up a bit Uh, yeah 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 i'm with you there also if someone is crafty that has interesting i don't mind that connotations uh, too that connotation uh, like it kind of because to me it suggests a little element perhaps of like mischievousness of like you're plotting yeah yeah you know I, I i like a little a little mischief here and there yes well that was one of our episodes you know villains indeed uh, we have yet to do a part two i believe true. we had we said it was part one and we never continued our like mythologies i think i'd like to re-pursue that yeah um yeah we have a chance sometime that'd be fun that'd be good yeah i think we ended up doing like a similar extension of part one but we never did a real actual part Mm two um yeah more guests more things i think we definitely have with the three-year mark this is episode 57 now like that's a pretty wide catalog so now things are blending for me more Mm-hmm. in terms of when it's not because um, before i was like oh that happened and then the fall of this year but now i'm, mm-hmm. I'm i can't lost. remember things by like episode numbers anymore before no. i used to be able to like parse apart you know by like say the playlist or a topic and occasionally we'll have like incredibly specialized topic like the furniture episode 
or you know the yeah, lava the, lamp episode. Certain things will stand we can, out. Yeah. We can call them the lava lamp episode, right? But uh, like two episodes ago, I can't recall deadly squat what we talked about. Yeah, <laughs> and our titles aren't always the most helpful. No, even, I think we've had a, a few, quite a few, like road tripping or adventuring or some kind of journeys being involved. Yeah, I think that's like maybe at least a third, of, a third of our uh, playlist titles. At least I can't re- even recall the pl- the um episode titles. Yeah, and but... then um, <laughs> oh yeah, now we're at the point too, which I which we both really like. I think it's cool when coming up with our music playlist and procuring it, we'll be like, I think this may have already been on the previous playlist. And we'll do a quick search and say, like, oh yeah, this song has been mentioned twice already. And we'll put it on that today's playlist, but that's another thing we're hitting now. Um, because we are- What just, I found is that we're just very consistent. We're consistent. Taste. We're the same people. We There's certain songs that we just really like. We, we have grown, but our taste has evolved. And, you know, what we had liked before, we still like, you know, we've just grown in our list of what else we also now like in addition. Which is quite lovely. So a question, I, I agree. A question I have is, maybe this is very direct and appointed question, but- what does this podcast bring to you, Stephanie? Today, like, and then, and then, and then, secondly, like, just in the past three years, I think it's the same answer that it always has been. It's just companionship, a chance to talk to one of my best buddies. Um, you know, regardless if it's recorded or not recorded, uh, I don't think I have this chance to have a dialogue with all of my buddies from college. So I kind of appreciate that I have a reason mm-hmm. to call up my buddy. Um. You know, every other week or whatever, just checking on how they're doing. And some people, they're like, I don't have time for this. Fine. You know, but we'll still keep that friendship, keep that dynamic um, that we've yeah. had since, I don't know, how long is it now that we've known each other? Almost 10 years? Mm, just Isn't over. crazy? Just over. Over 10 years now? Uh-huh. Yeah. See, like, I don't even... <laughs> That's blurred as well. For <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ten and a half. So that's that's wild to me. That yeah. is wild, but I think that's the beauty of getting older because you can now have those chapters of your life, and it as wasn't long like as you recall them. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like oh, that was my waking memory. You know, when you were like twelve, ten years was like you didn't remember things ten years before you were twelve. Yeah. And so that's, I think, one of the privileges of of aging. It's kind of fun to see each other evolve, like in our own separate but distinct ways. Especially when you can still see the original, like, glimmer, glimmer of that person when you first met them, and you go, "Okay, yeah, Yeah. I still see that." So especially if you have like childhood friends, you're like, "I still see that first grader." Do you think that I have evolved tremendously from when you knew me? I know this is like going beyond the the toddler three first three years, but like, because I think I still see quite a lot of original Michelle ten years ago. Of course, you've changed as a person and everything, um, you know, decade on, but still. Yeah, I think um... I can still see that like excitement, that joie de vivre. <laughs> yes and it's that's a tough question for me because i have to think about how you've changed because you've also just changed 
towards me because we're more comfortable with each other oh absolutely like so that's that kind of, first year and those i don't want to say that we're frigid but like we were just friendly yeah it was friendly bss so you may didn't yeah so you didn't see my quote-unquote like comfortable side mm-hmm. you know right away so you mm-hmm. um so those are kind of separate processes for me mm-hmm. um but given that but i don't i don't necessarily call that like our relationship to each other i'm saying like how you've seen me as a person versus you as a person yeah no you're you're very much the same i just think you've become more comfortable with yourself and able to also just growing up and just having a bit more independence you've been able to actually follow through on a lot of the thoughts and wishes and aspirations i remember you sharing when we first met just due to being like in university and now as an older adult like you're like oh I'm like like the idea of like knitting all this stuff or like I can do this now I can do this now so I think with that how much that's kind of like not changed you but like now that you actually have something enabled you to like unlock you actually have like something happen in fruition that come forth yeah versus just always saying as an idea or this would be nice and so now your ideas and dreams can continue to where, like, you know, we talked about recent episode with, like, the Kygo house stuff or, like, your dream house. Yeah. Bef- before it was always kind of capped at, like, oh, I would love to, like, try this out. Now you can, now you do that. And yeah, now yeah. you're able to really have those bigger, uh, bigger wishes dreams. and fantasies. Yeah. So, oh, that's so lovely. So that's a, that's a growth. Not really a change, but that's a sure. growth I've yeah. noticed. Um. But yeah, I just think with that, just being more comfortable, able to just verbalize and explain yourself, I articulate think my articulating my brain thoughts. Yes, and I don't know if you've actually had more self awareness or if it's just what you shared with me. Um, I suspect it's the latter, but I don't know your own style. What do you mean? Not just with clothing, but like in general, like your own okay. kind of. St- I guess lifestyle you could just you know to just say but yeah and you know you where you live um you know not the locals maybe don't do the same but sure. you like continue to be like well, this is how I want to dress I want to wear this I think this looks cool I'm digging this this clothing mm. piece or something gotcha, or gotcha, like gotcha. or you know what like you're gonna do that but I'm gonna go check this potato festival out yeah um and i'm just gonna go and maybe not everyone around me wants to or something for whatever reason no harm no foul because they're lame <laughs> um, or like not- the person <laughs> that was a funny one potatoes would be a, a merchandise thing not just the episode but how stephanie mm. went to the festival near where she lived and how she was sharing like a story with us in terra vague um how she was trying to tell a coworker at lunch or something about the festival and she could immediately read that they like did not were not interested or like listening. I totally forgot about that but and yeah. you were and you're a little bit hurt or you're like oh maybe this wasn't as cool as I thought it was and then but this was like on live recording the episode and I was like well no like tell me about it like what's going on and you were like you sounded like, like really slow like well yeah like I did this and like they had like these booths and stuff I was like well say more 
And then Stephanie just like started like went on this like 30 minute bit because she was like disappointed with the potato situation and like the cost of the fries. And they had so much opportunity to like make it a proper thing. And you ended up getting McDonald's on the way home to get their fries. Yeah, because it's, you know, cost effective and they salt them. And they yeah. have shakes at also a reasonable price. Yes. <laughs> I'm not paid by McDonald's. <laughs> but I just like that story of like Stephanie being like, oh, I guess it wasn't that cool because my coworker didn't. You know, they may have been busy. I don't know. But uh, both just in our environment with myself and in Terraving the podcast, Stephanie felt like, oh, this is cool. Like people. OK, yeah. Other people find this cool. So and, and, and fully shared it. So I think. Things like that that speak to you, like I really think we, develop. We enable de- each other. Oh, we do, but but we also don't. We kind okay. of we we do keep each other in check. Uh huh. Which I think is great. Me with my actual like timekeeper here, but also you with maybe I I get words jumbled sometimes or. Oh yes, um, I I absolutely am the grammar police. Uh, um. You know, the name of a musician or something or dates. The fact that Harry Potter is not like, I forgot what you, you, the description thing that enraged me was, but um, yeah. 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 We, we, we keep it real. Yeah. But also enable. Yeah. Um, I think I like having interrobang with us a lot. Oh, and let me ask, answer the question for myself. Yeah. Oh, uh, or like did how, you want? Or did you want to answer how you? Felt how how, how I've seen you changed. Uh, I think it's pretty similar. Like I think I've seen you like pursue dancing and like go out of your comfort zone more intentionally. But it's not like you were ever scared to do that before. But I think like the independence of like adult life helps you do that. I think Makes you've. Sense. Um embrace your mature side a little bit more you know before in college you know like you do things a little more uh you know age appropriate like attitudes you know like in your kid your kid when you're like teenager you actually act like a teacher i feel like i've been benjamin buttoning my entire life like i've you should have seen me when i was four years old like i was just an uptight adult and now i feel like i'm letting my inner kid loose by doing all the crazy fun stuff okay Um, so uh-huh. But you, you, I think you progress not normally, but you still keep like that, that huge streak of like fun and um, zaniness about you, which I feel like a lot of people tend to lose when they become adults or it becomes superficial at best, whereas it, it runs strong within you. <laughs> I totally see that this perspective, one. but I have been told like when, because, you know, Stephanie and Terrific, Stephanie and I don't live close to each other. We live no, not at all. across the country from each other. Because um, I've been told that in person, like, that side is, like, really prominent. But because I Which wonder, one? The fun side or the, the serious childlike, side? like, yeah. zany side. So I'm curious if because our relationship has been long distance. And, no, we're I'm sitting. Like, I think you can rein it in when you I, need to. I am able to rein it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can read the room. I'm, I'm trying to get better at reading the room. Not that like when I knew you at school, you you just like kind of go bursting into song. Like you Sometimes never did I that. Would. Um, that I saw, that you saw, yeah. <laughs> um, in front of like professors, for example, like you you might do it amongst friends, right? Okay, yeah. Um, but uh, so you were never like that crazy. <laughs> I got called out for it yesterday, like randomly dancing 
at work. You, you know, but sometimes I will, you know, like if I'm sitting in a car and I'm waiting for the traffic light to turn red and I'm like jamming to a song, I'll like move my shoulders and hips. And then someone from work will like inevitably roll up next to me because apparently it's a small world. <laughs> and then they're like, I tried to like yell your name through the window or like roll down, but like you were so in it. You didn't notice that I was there. And I was like, oh no, what was I doing? <laughs> Yeah, who knows? And they're like, I, you were, you were like really focused, and I'm like, I don't know. What was I like focused on? Like waiting for that light to turn green? Was I focused on like dancing? Like what embarrassing thing did I like leave myself open to? And they, and they just they won't answer that question for what reason? I don't know, but um, <laughs> I think that's quite hilarious. That's great. Uh, that's great. How else have you changed? I don't know. Um. I feel like I'm just piggybacking when I say you're more articulate, but I think you've always like had that streak of, of doing your best to um, say what you're thinking. I don't know if you've become more profound, um, but I, I do sense that you have like started to at least say out loud like your deeper thoughts a little bit more but i think we've always had that connection too mm-hmm. like we're, we're quite similar in that sense because that's why i think we had our we would have these like late night chats in her car as she's dropping me off back to my dormitory and they're meant to mm. be just like five minute goodbyes but somehow they stretch out to be three hours and she's like i am so tired and I would not pick up the social cues to say goodbye. Like, I would. I'm like, okay, I'll just leave. I'll be right back. Or, like, goodbye. Well, I'll see you tomorrow. And then, but have you ever thought about this thing? Yes. I, I forgot about that. I'm so awful right. about, like, well, leaving. It's, <laughs> well, it's also because Stephanie is one of the few people I've encountered who is more of a night owl than I am. Which and, is... Which is very interesting because most, like... I don't know, 99% of people who interact with me, I am the night owl and they're like, Michelle, I'm exhausted. Let me go to sleep. And then, I, me yet. and then Stephanie comes along and I I, I understand where they're coming from. Uh, so this is always bewildering, bewildering to me. Because I do remember those times I'm like, I'm exhausted. And I'm the one begging for mercy. But um, hilarious. Yeah, yeah so I, I always like that. I think in the past year or so, I've somewhat become a morning bird. Like something switched. Oh, right. Yeah, you wake up early now. For my yeah. work. So now yeah. I wake up at like four or five. Mm-hmm. So the only reason why I'm able to stay energized for this recording, other than your um, delightful company, Michelle, <laughs> terribly, is that I've been napping in truth the entirety of this today. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so okay i, I take I, i'm revising my answer so you changed to that <laughs> you nap you secretly nap now uh, i don't think it's so secret because i told uh, you at the beginning you're, before you're we started yeah um, but yeah, yeah yeah so so um i have i have been going to bed routinely fairly early i feel like such an old person when i say oh seven eight i'm fading <laughs> And I genuinely do have to go to sleep to bed. Well, you are right. Uh, you know, like, like maybe which, 10 p.m. Max. That is a shift. That is a shift when I first met you because you will be really clear with me. Of like, I am not interested in recording on Sunday nights because I need to be in bed by whatever time. Like so you, you wake up at like four or five. Yeah, yeah. But even before you do those early mornings, we just had like, I don't know, regular wake up times. But you're like, oh, you, sure. you would vocalize that in birds and undergrad. You're like, I don't know. I might be up all night for the next two days. Who knows? 
I'm good whenever. You know, the life of the major that I chose to pursue, you know, like, yeah, you just take whatever sleep can get, you know, so. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Those projects don't work, make themselves work, you know. <laughs> um. Well, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I a lot of that stuff you said makes sense. Hearing you, hearing you say, I'm like, yeah, I could see, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Um, and then to answer the question for myself on what this podcast has brought, I think it's it's exactly what you said of like it's lovely to stay in contact with a buddy and have a chat, but I think I've enjoyed it because it gives me structure. And kind of an opportunity to delve a little bit deeper into those random thoughts that come into my mind of like, what's mm. up with this? And because like, I have pull this, the thread, pull the thread. And so I, I actually, just grab the whole shirt. Yeah, because sometimes I'll like look up stuff online, the internet, but this kind of actually to like, if I want to do a topic, one of those topics for an episode, I have to kind yeah. of spend a little bit of time to put together kind of a clear, coherent outline of things because I have to yeah. be able to present it in a way to you and in Terabang. And again, like sometimes we don't use the whole bit. You know, we derail and go off and do fun stuff. But mm-hmm. I do have stuff prepared. I feel like that helps me learn things a bit better. And also I kind of like the music diary. The, the playlists are mm-hmm. sometimes a diary, sometimes just what's going on. And I like, you know, especially sometimes it's been a few weeks since we've recorded and we'll have to kind of sit and ponder like uh I'll sit and ponder and like what have I been listening to lately because I just kind of click mm-hmm. play and I do I am subconsciously gravitating towards certain songs and in those moments when we're preparing for these episodes putting together the playlist and everything I will kind of to myself sometimes I'll share with Stephanie but I'll to myself realize oh I guess I was feeling pretty low like those two weeks ago Mm-hmm. now i'm not it's, because perhaps I, you weren't able to articulate it or anything yeah, but you know it just that's just where the music took you I was like i was listening to this song on repeat for most of that week but that was two weeks ago and now i'm definitely switched gears and oh, okay so it definitely it helps me kind of reflect on yeah. on my state and i do quite find the earworms quite interesting to like trace back you know in our like previous what was messages. going on yeah. yeah or like what was in our brain that particularly was attracted to that and then just and then how we just delve a little bit deeper into the discography of things like maybe we've done a playlist and focus on a new album release of somebody or mm. you know or just a certain timestamp yeah and we'll actually go through the effort as a team Stephanie and I will like research it a bit and find out trivia and I like that so I think I like how this podcast is also um, an opportunity for me to really go a little bit further in depth. It's expanded things. my music taste. I definitely appreciate that because I think that I'm a creature of habit. So it mm-hmm. is very easy for me to like get stuck in not a rut, I would say, but like I'm very comfortable with the music that I like, which is, makes sense because that is what I've come to like. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, through this through this avenue and a few others, like the library being open, um. <laughs> You know, I can go and explore or like you can go and explore, introduce music from like a trusted source. Like I like your taste. I think it's similar enough to mine, but, you know, different enough where sometimes that Venn diagram is in a perfect overlap. So, you know, it'll help me branch out things a little bit better. Spotify, yeah, does that sometimes. But like it's a hit or miss, you know, sometimes I think you really like it. Whereas like you come in and you're like. Well, that's what we kind of learned with like, I think when we talked a bit about the end of year Spotify and review things and yeah it wasn't totally inaccurate but it wasn't 
quite there just yet. Mm-hmm. And I, but the music that you suggest, I can see myself in certain moods. I could really like it, you know. Like I'm just not necessarily the day that you present. It, I may not necessarily be mentally ready. So like I'll I'll take it, but like it doesn't hit me. But then like a few weeks later, I'll hear in a grocery store, and all of a sudden, I'm like, this is my jam now. I think that happened with like Super Mode or Tell Me Why. Yes, the, for five it was weeks, just everywhere. I yeah. literally just I think it was the Ultra Music Festival. I'm convinced it was the Ultra Music Festival. So they, the Ultra Music Festival, I believe it's a summer-ish festival. Yeah. And so the Ultra Music Producing Company or something, I think they were trying to stealth influence the people on the radio waves to like come to the music festival or at least participate, listen to like the broadcast on the radio by playing some of their tunes that they own or like are partially involved with remixing and use sampling and things and the tell me why insomnia and is it called faithless or faithless is the artist faithless is the artist yeah um tell me why is it super mode well bronski bronski brothers bronski beats bronski beats they did the original and then it was just like and then the vet rose la rose it just kind of kept getting remixed and stuff anyways um, I heard that and then I couldn't get it out of my head and who who remixed it? It was like Kaigo did one, David Guetta, David and, Guetta. Um Steve Aoki, I think they all did their own spins of it mm-hmm. in that one ultra music festival because I think we yeah. looked up like different sets and we just kept hearing it over and over and over again. Yeah. And um I kept seeing it suggested to me on YouTube, even though I was on like private browsing though. <laughs> yeah so it was just it was all over the place and so as a result i think even now i still use it as like my um pet like pump up song if i need to like get some serious stuff done because it's it's good like background like edm music but also it like does build to something so it feels like you are achieving or accomplishing something in a subtle way i i love that and i also really like too with our music stuff because we both have had pretty different um exposures and how we were brought up with music and our experience especially i think largely because me with being a dancer and just being exposed to music so i've always liked that when one of us will like hey i kind of came across this song recently and the other's like oh i've had a whole relationship with that artist or song that goes through these different chapters and it's just neat to know how each of us independently like come across these works and, and i feel can like share. usually it's it's the way where i come and mention a song to you and you're the one with the history has it ever been the other way around do you to your recollection I, truthfully i can't recall but like i'm i'm very certain like it had to have happened at some point i i just can't think of it right now but me neither um but let me I, know if, if yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i think and then one thing i want to touch on, i know i want to be conscious of time again the timekeeper sure. we do have a little playlist to share, but I think I want to acknowledge you and Tara Vang. I think yes. Um, I from the beginning, since you've been with us on every episode. Uh, for myself, I kind of felt like I, and this is just me. Um, uh-huh. you and Tara Vang, but I felt like I I was having to make a bigger effort which is how I am with people I first meet making more of a conscious effort to like clearly call out like what do you think about that what do you think about that and now because I feel 
like I have a more comfortable relationship with the Teravang, I don't have the need to constantly explicitly state Interbang's name. Like or... it just feels more natural. Yeah, like because it's part in, of the conversation. In the silences between Stephanie and I's conversation, I feel like Interbang is saying something. I don't know how that comes across, but I, I just or feel I know that. like you know that Interbang's thinking. So. Yeah, and I just feel it's a collective. Thinking. And there was a distance. I remember in our first few episodes, I was visualizing Interbang being like in a different time or place, like Interbang being across the world driving in a country highway listening to our episode maybe three weeks later after posting mm-hmm. and now even in this moment i feel like interrogating is like with us live in the present moment of us recording even though mm-hmm. yes technically we'll finish this recording i'll edit it we'll post it and it'll be listened to whenever so i've noticed that shift like interrogating is just present mm-hmm. yeah yeah, I, I feel and like present, we, we present, have, and also in just in inputting naturally on their own. Yeah, I think that before we, we not that we left empty blanks for interrogating, but it was a little bit awkward trying to like fill in the gap, like like a Muppet show. What do you think? Like, about what do that? you think? And then like wait for five seconds. Yeah, and then resume talking. But we're like I know interrogating's thinking and talking, you know, internal dialogue. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I and, I hope, and, and I hope that comes across that way because I understand because technically that means we're not mentioning interrogating as much, but that is how it's feeling for me interrogating that you're much more present and, and and integrated. Yeah, the curiosity is still there and the interest and intrigue of you know what because I do kind of he- like that's where some of my responses come from. Like I just have this part. I don't. I'm like pointing to like the back right quadrant of my brain but i do kind of hear like a different entity's opinion on some things that stuff i talk about and that's what i'll kind of jump in and be like well i don't know about that mm-hmm. um because that's, i think i am considering that there is someone else here with us and mm-hmm. might have a different opinion mm-hmm. so yeah well yeah. thank you very much for being on our journey we have appreciated you being here all uh-huh. this time yeah. whether you've come in young or old new or not um it's been an absolute pleasure yeah i've been having a lot of fun yeah i've been really having a lot of fun um and then with with the usual we have our playlist to share and a few nods for nostalgia for our typical anniversary episode but um naturally as we we, even though we just had a few songs to begin with we both were like well what about this and we've you know fleshed it out a bit um of what we've been currently up to so i think um oh i love the background you put on the google slide that is thank you it's absolutely beautiful fantastic yeah i don't know if you share interrogating but stephanie we have a shared like google powerpoint slide where we post the song list for each playlist and so we're both viewing it at the same time because we We'll be mentioning different songs. And Stephanie does a great job always of picking. Sometimes I do it. Most time it's Stephanie of picking like a background photo or something to put on the slide. Just to get us in the mood, you know? Yeah, this is fantastic. It's like a, I guess it's a sunset versus sunrise. That's what more... I like to think of it as sunset. I think sunset's probably my favorite time of day. Yeah, it's a sunset of a, of a beach with golden palm trees. Hour. Golden yeah. hour, very bright, very vibrant. So great, great choice. I think you're to start. 
Stephanie. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the first one uh, is good old Georgie boy, George Ezra. Um, anyone for you, parentheses, Tiger Lily. And this is a lovely song. I think it was in his most recent album. I want to call it Golden Boy. Yeah, which we uh, talked about last year leading up to it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like the first song on that album, too. Um, and it's such a lovely song i think it's about just like loving a girl called tiger lily she moved from the city she just turned 21 um according to the lyrics and uh you know jordan's typical fashion is just very chipper in his singing attitude um and it's 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 a good like crowd starter you know like to mm. clap and stomp your feet too for like festival season for nice. the music festival season nice so Every time I think of Tiger Lily, I think of um, Peter Pan's other girlfriend who isn't Wendy. <laughs> um, kind of uh, a weird story that one, a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I want to. I have the opportunity to like rewatch some of those films or revisit the story as an adult, but I think I want yeah. to just like keep it as a memory of my childhood because that would help me feel better about the confusion. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Peter Peter Pan's friend Tiger Lily. Yeah. Who was like. Um, I think she was she was just like one of the the locals in Neverland. Neverland. Yeah, she was like a natives people. So I don't know what George who who the Tiger Lily is in George's life, but um, my idea is this Tiger Lily is uh is is the Peter Pan girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a lovely lovely kind of upbeat tune, and uh, it's a good it's a good car bopper, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how else to describe it. I'm not that articulate. Well, we picked it tonight as well because I was sharing with Stephanie before this episode. I, um, I kind of take care of or look after um, some community stray cats where I live, and there's been one that's come into my life a few months ago, at the beginning of the summer, and has kind of you know been around a lot. It's getting more comfortable around me, and I believe she actually might be pregnant pretty sure she is and i named her tiger lily because she has a striped tail i think she could be some kind of tabby mix of some kind she has a striped tail like a tiger and then on the day she really started to come regularly i had these beautiful orange lilies bloom out of nowhere in a mm. flower pot i have behind my place and i just thought that was very is she an orange cat or is she like a gray tabby a mix like a mm. blend yeah 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 interesting yeah um so i share this and such as like it's a great song by george ezra so fantastic song yeah next we have um we talked the, another one we've explored uh sean mendes his discography particularly this album was the album called wonder it was i yeah. think so um they came out i don't know december of 2021 i think so yeah 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 so I don't know, like we kind of explored it. I think we talked to him and Hot about it. Um, I think Seth and I both weren't the biggest fans of it, but we, we were okay with it. We were okay with it. It hasn't, but for whatever reason, it hasn't stuck with either of us too much. But I was in an airport recently, in like a bookstore in the airport, and this song was playing, and it just hit you. I was like, I like, I did like this song. I always like this song. I really like the music video that he filmed with it. And I like the introduction, the piano instrumental introduction to the song. And I still have the body spray that Stephanie gave me from his 
grand. He released it. I was like, it's, it's, I think they still saw it in like Walmart. It's great. Yeah. Uh, so I just wanted to acknowledge that, you know, and, and I don't know if anyone likes it. It starts album. off with like a piano kind of like, um, yeah, a simple tune, but it's a little bit haunting when you have the right reverb. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of builds on it. And then um, good crescendo. He wonders what it's like to be loved by you. Yeah. I think and liked- I, I believe you go ahead. Well, we liked it because it's called Wonder, and Wonder is such a big component of our podcast. I think we <laughs> before the song really came out and we knew what it was gonna what it was gonna sound like, we True. Kind of got excited. I believe yeah, I believe that we started the podcast what in like the summer and then I think this one came out sometime in the winter or the spring. Well, it was right. the following. We started in summer 2020. This is this is winter 2021. So full okay. year. Because I remember yeah. you gifted me a Christmas ornament that literally said "Wonder" in like it our was classic your absolute great memory. It was that it was that 2021 text on like cloud, and I was and she was and I think in your note you had written, "I hope you remember," <laughs> or like you 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 think of this song or something as you were looking You're at right. this ornament, and I was like, "What are the odds of being able to find? like?" I don't know if you chanced across this ornament or you you were looking at like Sean Mendes merchandise or something. I don't think it was Sean Mendes. It was not. All. Yeah, it was. Other, it just happened yeah. to say "Wonder," and that's. Well, why I think you the song it. was teased before. Yes, it was going to be the first single or something. But yeah, yeah, they had a lot of like mist and fog against this piano that was like very. It's a, a glamorous like upright piano, but you know, like the the marketing for that tease was like just wonderful, huh? Um, and like an attic of some remote desolate house uh, dusty you know area yeah Yeah. you know per the movie set or whatever um so yeah i wanted to shout out to that song and that was yeah that was a little bit mini chapter for us yeah the the next song it's it was featured this is something we've also have bookmarked as a topic to talk about but i really like perfume ads um yes we definitely need to talk about this so this song is called origami parentheses okay. without you by a group okay. called revel day okay. and it was featured in a recent commercial that sean mendes did for david yerman which is a jewelry company and i, I will share the clip uh, we'll post it with this episode but okay. it was like a really lovely you know he's like him on the beach kind of golden hour beach with like the waves crashing it looks really peaceful mm-hmm. and i really like the commercial and the song has a nice like light piano to it with a little bit of like atmospheric sound um so mm-hmm. i liked that um, mm-hmm. yeah so that's why that's in there okay i look forward to mm-hmm. enjoying some peace with sean uh, yeah, yeah it's filmed great as well he looks great but uh yeah the song he kind of always does look great it's not fair trust <laughs> me too yeah uh the next song is uh we've, we've definitely mentioned this one before um uh, florence of the machine shake it out um i love that you know like despite all the ups and downs you may have had in all the days just feel free to shake it out at the end of the day it starts heavy and slow yeah like you don't regrets collect like old friends here to live in our darkest moments i can see really can't tell where it's gonna go no you don't know if it's gonna go up or it's gonna go down it's gonna plateau and it's got like the nice drums like a marching yeah marching aspect you moving forward regardless of what the situation is yeah you on your feet to march forward yeah so i kind of like that it's very 
resoundingly positive, but not like in a silly, optimistic, like heedless, like you don't know what's coming way. It's just like no matter what happens, just keep moving forward. Yeah. And how it ends with just kind of this group chant of just wooing and wanting to prance around. Very, yeah. very carefree, free form. Yeah. Uh, great, great. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm kind of like spacing out. I'm just like, love this song. I was one of the best concerts I've been to when I went to um, her dance jealous. fever tour. I, I honestly, I was not prepared for the level of stage. I don't think presence. you can be. No. I, I I knew it was going to be good. I know she's a great vocalist. I like her music a lot, but the, it's different when you're there. The hold she has on you, the spell the audience. It really was a spell because she's her voice. We've mentioned this is is a, like siren. absolutely yeah. a siren, but like a good siren, not like an air raid siren, like the, the mystical. <laughs> yeah, but just the way she siren. connects with everyone is everyone connecting with each other. Yeah, I just. I don't know how often that happens in such a large audience nowadays. Um, I want... Go ahead. Sorry. I, so, that was it. Yeah. I want her and Hosier to to make a collaboration. Can you imagine level of wizardry? Like, just... Whoa. Wood nymph and spirits and... Going to many dimensions there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Bravo, I'm waiting bravo. for that day. <laughs> um, um, next, we have a song that I've also come across... I, I did some summer traveling around, so I feel like I heard this in a store or something. It's called Superposition by Young the Giant. And it's kind of got a nice little like ukulele sound to it, folksy sound. And it made me think of a friend of mine. And um I like, shared it with her. I'm like, hey, like I came across a song. It sounded like something I think you'd like. And funny enough, I have a playlist I created with her. Several years ago, we went on a road trip out to the desert in the western United States. And she added that song to the playlist. I just forgot. I hadn't like visited in years. I love it when that happens. Yeah. And I was like, oh, never mind. You already know this song, actually. And she like started laughing. But she said, oh, thanks for thinking of me, though. And yeah, I. so it's a good song for like, um, I had that memory with that friend, Carly. And then uh, um, just... Uh, Nice, nice, fun, summer road trip song. I love it when like there's a song that you, you like you you haven't even remember that you heard it. Like to you, re-listening it to like the and I wonder if that's why it stood out years ago. I don't know, but I don't know because sometimes I hear a lot of stuff on the radio, but it doesn't like enter my brain until years later, perhaps. So, Mm. um, maybe it's a subconscious thing, but that'd be awesome. Yeah, but you appreciate it all the more now that you've yes. kind of because um, it stood out to me. I was like, this is those a nice two song. Together. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. So, all right, here we go on to everything. You know, anniversary episode. I have to share a new Shakira song. Shakira, Shakira. <laughs> so, um, she's been she has actually been releasing, still releasing music, uh huh, consistently the past couple of years. An absolute classic. Not full on albums, but like singles or mm-hmm. collaborations or something. So that's cool. Um, the two I want to share. One came out kind of recent called Acrostico. Uh, it's a sad song. And it was just kind of interesting. Three years ago, things were different. But in the past year, she has publicly separated from her partner, um, Gerard Piquet, the football player. And her music lately has been kind of around that 
separation separation so an acrostic is actually like a uh, a term to describe like uh a, like stanzas or poetry where the first letter of each line actually spells something out mm-hmm. acrostico is the spanish version spanish of a version of that word and so the lyrics of the lyrics are kind of sad and about kind of uh loss and heartbreak about you know a relationship falling apart and having to pick your things up and move and it was very little about her like literally like having to move out of their shared home in Spain and I think she's relocated in Miami for a bit she had a house in Miami but the the line the first letters of all the lines spell out the names of her two sons Mm. um which I don't know that was sweet and I think Mm -hmm. she's close with them um so and they actually sing in the music video with her. do they oh it's pretty cute there's like a cute little piano bit they're playing the Aww. piano and singing with her and um i against i don't want to speculate on celebrity relationships you know I don't sure know what what exactly went on with her separation but definitely are separated definitely some pain going on and so i like that song and um talking about the same topic but different different flavor she did this collaboration with a um dj latin dj named bizarre rap and the title is called shakira bizarre rap music sessions volume 53 i don't think it, the song ever had a creative title um but she released it a couple months ago and that was more of a poppy upbeat much more direct pretty intense uh confrontational lyrics about her her ex i wonder uh, what the first 52 sounds like well, he just this is the just, one they decided to release. No, 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 like the other so volumes. Fifty two, like he's collaborated with fifty two other artists. It's just like oh, this is so okay. So yeah, he's like it's like him collaborating. This is his with, volume yeah, fifty three. Yeah, okay, uh-huh, gotcha. Yeah. I thought that they did fifty two other iterations together, and then of them, this right. yeah, number fifty three was the most palatable. That's fair. That's a fair assessment. Um, and another video we'll share is they did a live performance of the song on i think the jimmy fallon late night talk show okay and it it was pretty clear that they bust in like her fans to be at the front of the audience mm, um hyped it up to hype it up but nonetheless the just the song had like just come out it broke a lot of records a mm-hmm. lot of records overnight and um just the energy of the crowd and how she interacts with them. I just, I don't know. I'm a big fan of Shakira. I just like to see how mm-hmm. people of all backgrounds, ages. React, respond. Genders, yeah. Just go all in unabashed. Sure. So yeah, I dig that. Uh, so those are the Shakira songs for our yeah. anniversary episode for this year. We'll yeah. see what next year is. Um, Next up, we got a couple One Republic songs for some reason this year. Um, I think somehow I've been getting into One Republic. One of my friends has been going, one of my other friends that isn't Michelle, <laughs> has been going to quite a few One Republic concerts this year. So lucky person um, and has been sharing all these memories with that me. That sounds and fun. In turn, that sounds like it'd be fun. Yeah, I think I also scheduled like a One Republic ticket, but for reasons, I think work or something, I had to cancel it. So I was a little bit sad. But in the meantime, I had been listening to all these like, concert videos on youtube because that's my next best avenue in terms of experiencing the live moments i think i've mentioned like isn't it weird to think about i guess i know there's stuff like mtv 
but you really but this is like the whole thing you, you know? can really like see a lot with those concert videos and it, they're like really good quality now too yeah and you know um some of them are professionally recorded some of them are like just the fans so you you know the poor quality the poor audio quality but you you make up for it with like having the um the maxed out volume sounds of the screaming fans next door to the recording person um so you kind of do get a sense of that excitement and i kind of like that live atmosphere vicarious uh experience of the live atmosphere so i think i've been listening to more one republic than ever i think before to me they were kind of like medium so so but then ryan tedder's vocals and you know of course the um camaraderie and and partnership he's got with the rest of the band members it's just you know great karaoke music absolutely and you know like i like i some people it's kind of like a pop pop rock and you know with a male singer right it's a little bit lower register so it's a little bit easier for more people to hit those well notes. here's the thing you think one so one republic they have like they 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 unabashedly i suppose use quite a lot of the typical you know like um three four chord progressions mm-hmm. that you use for pop songs so it's easy to follow in that sense especially for karaoke if, even if you don't know the song initially you definitely know it by the end um but ryan tedder's vocals like he kind of goes all over the place the man is a gifted singer mm-hmm. um, and i'm sure he pra- he has to practice for that too but like those vocal runs are amazing and i think sean mendes like aspires to get to those levels and i think he's getting there slowly but um ryan tedder is like the true og he's like the front man for one republic and he writes a lot of songs on the side too so um i've been trying to listen to a lot of feel good um feel good uh one republic songs so feel again is the one that's been on my mind most present i i've been watching a show called succession lately um and sadly it's ended the season and the show just ended but um one of my favorite pairings was probably not the healthiest but um tom and greg shout out to all you tom and greg fans out there um they are definitely the underdogs in the show and so i think the idea behind the friendship is that these two no matter what the tough circumstances that come arise they'll they'll surmount it together and uh someone put a fan video shipping the two of them with the song and it just it was really lovely it was kind of weird but it was kind of lovely um and yeah so i like that song a lot um good life is a lovely one republic song it's kind of resounding about how this is the good good life um it's got a couple whistles in it. I kind of like the whistling. I was about to say, yeah, like... the whistling is the fun part of that song, if you can match it. There's yeah. a lot of... Um, I think whistling needs to be used more in pop music, or just any music. I, 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 I think I've expressed to you that if I could be a whistling symphony, I would. But um, I guess now that's possible with the looping technology. But, you know, like, I think One Republic does a good job of making those whistles catchy so yeah good life is another one i lived i think ryan tedder wrote this for his son one of his sons when he was born um and he hopes that his son can experience all the joys and pains and all the which is kind of weird to say but like all all the stuff that makes us human right um all the experiences so you know like makes him proud to 
you know be his father not necessarily be his father but just like hope the best wish the best for his son and to, um, and to live a very full life yeah a full yeah. life i think that's the best way to put it or a good life um <laughs> uh yeah so i I just, I just liked it when stephanie was explaining her reason for wanting to add this song she didn't finish the phrase well what did i say he just said oh yeah i think he wrote it for his son because he just wanted him to cry (laughs) i was was trying and and then she just stopped i was like oh that doesn't sound good at all in my in my in my internal thoughts that i was failing to express verbally out loud um i was trying to catch the lyrics in my brain of like what the name of the song was for whatever reason it was evading me so i was like trying to run mm-hmm. through yeah. the words without saying it out loud and looking like an absolute nutter but i looked like an absolute nutter anyways Making so, his son uh, cry. i don't know who were <laughs> wrote, a song, there's, there's, wrote, a, wrote a song to bully his son well there's a lyric that says like i hope that you don't suffer but take all the joy and all the pain and there's something about like um hope that you fall in love and it hurts so bad Oh, okay. uh, which is like lovely yeah, yeah, painful but lovely you yeah. know that, but it definitely shows that you've lived like you said a full life mm-hmm. um so that's you know i i think the first like i definitely heard it a couple times before but the first time it properly registered i it was shameful to admit but i definitely cried because i was like i think i lived oh, no relatively like sheltered life and i was like i hope i experience all the joys of you know mm. love and pain and all that stuff so um one day someday i'm like that uh quasimodo from the hunchback of notre dame i'm like oh there <laughs> in the sun. yeah so it's <laughs> so uh wistful always outsider looking in kind of thing mm. um but yeah okay going back to one republic and their cheerful stuff <laughs> <laughs> um yeah okay so the last one republic song uh i don't know if i don't think we can include it on spotify because it's like copyright issues left right and center um, no i but, think we'll think we'll link it but, as well um so as i mentioned before ryan tedder prolific songwriter person doesn't always keep all the songs for one republic sometimes passes them off to other groups so um he wrote um the song called sucker for the and then gave it to the jonas brothers um and the whistling again it it tweaked something to me i was like oh this is this is quite familiar um when i heard the song for i ain't worried from talk Band, which i think i think sucker came first right um yes because the jonas brothers they needed a song <laughs> to bring them back together for their comeback when they reunited after yeah. you know a couple years of separation so i think Duran Tedder had already written this song and Sucker and then gave it to the Jonas Brothers. And then a couple years later, when Tom Cruise is kind of making his comeback again for um, Top Gun, they need an end credit song. And so One Republic wrote the song, or Ryan Tedder wrote I Ain't Worried. And I was like, this whistling sounds so familiar. And I kept searching, searching, searching the annals of my brain and then finally arrived at, aha, it, it's very similar to the the melody and, and whistling from sucker so uh we, michelle and i try to f- go through a couple of videos to find the best mashup of them and they're still middling at best so it's hard you... it's hard at the chorus the chorus is hard and terribing but... if you're a good sound editor please make yeah. a decent one but the yeah. one that we're gonna post i think on twitter or something um or on our website uh, a link to is some kind of mashup um but it definitely can be improved if you can like 
mesh the two a little bit better together because i think the whistling's good the the lead up of you know the verse portions but like you said yeah the chorus it's a tough balance but i think it can be done i have a vision in my brain i just don't know how to enact it so someone more talented than myself can do that and then um another jonas brothers song is uh well, I don't know if it's Jonas. It's just one Joe, bro. Joe, Joe Jonas. Whenever they were, <laughs> whenever the brothers were separated, and like, because Nick Jonas. I think have- I think he still has DNCE. They're still kind of active, yeah. But so I think yeah. it's like when he's not doing like a family thing, then he'll do a DNCE thing. Yeah. So I think this. So this is a collaboration between DNCE and our buddy Kygo, friend of the podcast. Also, um, anniversary episode, of course. <laughs> Got to have Kygo. <laughs> um, hence the tropical background, Michelle. Um, it's it's uh quite endearingly called Dancing Feet, and um, it's it's a lovely upbeat bop, and I don't know. It's just it. Uh, how do you describe it? It's, uh, upbeat lovely yeah i haven't heard in a while so i can't speak to it to be honest um it's all on you here oh it's the pressure it it feels like a modern dare i say like michael jackson's sort of song like it's just kind of like you definitely want to move and you want to move fast but you just kind of like want to be involved with swaying to the song and just like uh surrender to the body jiggles you know just like taking it where the beat takes you or the 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 melody okay um and there's you know the typical classic kaigo like vocal chops um so like you know he'll he'll take whatever joe jonas is singing and then you know like play it on his keyboard oh but you know it's like pitched in different ways so you just kind of like sway more to the percussion of like the the syllables kind of moving around right right even though like the lyrics perhaps in that section don't make sense um but it's just like you let the song take you so it's good in that sense nice and then the last one that we'll end out on um is another kaigo song well it's a remix of donna summer's hot stuff and this one it's got it's heavy on the synth so it's like it feels very 80 which you know it's a good um callback to this era of the song i think the original donna summer hot stuff song i actually have not heard the original but um well i know what we're doing after this episode yeah there we go um i love those homework bits (laughs) (laughs) and yeah he does more vocal chops in this one and again you just gotta do the kaigo way and just embrace the tropical house here good one to end on yeah So um that's that's it from me. Yahoo! And Michelle. <laughs> um hope you enjoy let, let us know what songs you'd like, you know, to to suggest or hear, you know, that you yeah. to you, you know, like what does this third anniversary necessarily commemorate for you? Maybe you've heard this us only for a year, maybe you've heard us for three years. Or fun merchandise ideas or just Yeah. Always you- looking for the zany the zanier the better, I think. Yeah. Also just what you've been you know, where you're at right now. What you been up How to? have you evolved in these three mm-hmm. years? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, yeah. Well, enjoy the rest of your day or evening in Terrafang and Stephanie. Mm-hmm. And excited for the next time. Mm-hmm. Cheerio. Cheerio. Toodles.